if you want a friend or someone in your family, everybody I talk to is all about, oh, well, I, I got hurt at the church. Somebody hurt my feelings. Anybody, you ever hear anybody say that? All it is a bunch of hypocrites, okay? I always tell those people, just come on and we'll have one more. Um, but, you know, seriously, people need to hear that. You know, people need to hear that sort of thing because if all they hear is about how bad church people are and how I got my feelings hurt and all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah, I'm not very passionate and compassionate. I'm like man up. But, um, you know, there's cards in the back or around the church and you can hand those to a friend or a family member and say, guy, you might need to listen to this. You might need to hear that not everybody at the church is nasty and ugly, okay? Um, not everybody in the church is selfish. And that's, you know, the devil has that around all the time, doesn't he? It's in movies, it's in this, it's in that. Do you ever notice that every time a Christian's in a movie, he's an ax murderer or something, you know? It's, you know, this is just a testimony. Because sometimes it's hard to talk to family and friends. And you just say, hey, Listen to this. That's what Christ's church is, okay? And if you have a testimony, okay, we're doing a series of these, trying to get it at least once a month, and, and you want to give a testimony. Uh, JC does it all and edits it and puts it all together. Uh, you have to prepare it, but um, be ready. Give a testimony. But what a great thing, Right? That um, Because honestly, everybody looks at me and says, well, they pay him money to do that, okay? They pay him big money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the bottom line is, you need to understand, they re people really do. It's, he's kind of the hired gun. He's supposed to say all that stuff. You're real people. They need to hear from you, you know? They need to hear from somebody that that goes through the states. Because I don't know about you, but right now, JC's tires out there blown out. So we all have blowouts, all right? So what a neat thing. What a neat thing, you know? Um, what a cool thing. If you want to open your Bible to James chapter five, I've been praying about, okay, God, what do you want me to say? Um, and I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people that's consistent. That, you know, there's these guys that are on television that they just have these series that are 24 weeks in a row. I have trouble paying attention 24 seconds. So, but I knew today what God wanted me to do. We, we have this mission statement that, that basically says, in to heal and out to love, okay? And I think it's pretty cool, you know? I, I, I think it's pretty cool. But I wanna focus a little bit today and maybe a, a next week or two or whatever. I, I wanna focus on what, what does that in the heel thing mean? It, it, it sounds good. It sounds nice. What, what does that mean? If you look at the sign out there, and my wife got on it uh, yesterday and corrected it for me, but what it asks is, is can God heal my life? Can God heal my life. And when I say your life, I mean everything in it. Okay? I don't know about you, but I got some things that are 
kind of messed up. Anybody else? You know, I got some things that have happened to me in the past that it's kind of hard for me to get over. I got some things that happen in my life every day. I have attacks. I have temptations. I have struggles. I, I got people. Anybody got people? You know, people, man, they're people. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I got problems with people. Anybody else? You know, because just to put it bluntly, some people are jerks. You know what I'm saying? And, and I ain't good with stupid. I do stupid about 10 seconds. And, and one thing you'll understand about me, I ain't nice. I'm kind. But kind ain't always nice. If you're being a jerk, that's going to stop real quick. Amen? Can I get an amen? amen? Because honestly, why you got to put up with that life zapping stuff? You know? But can God actually heal my life? And can God not just heal my life, but can God recreate me? And I, I like that word. I, I, I do. Recreate me. That could be save me, rescue me, sanctify me, baptize me in his Holy Spirit. Um, however you want to put it, it's cool with me. Okay, all the theologians fight over the terms. They're smarter than me. Actually, they're not, but they think I let them think they are. But the bottom line is, I want you to hear this. I want you to understand this. God can and will and desires to heal your life. All of it. I'll say it over here because y'all missed it. All of it. I want you to get that. Mind, body, soul, and strength. God wants to hear your, heal your home. God wants to heal your mind. God wants to heal your heart. God wants to heal your emotions. God wants, and I hear all the time, even from Christians, well, you know, there are certain things. No, there's not. There's not certain things. There ain't nothing impossible with my God. I don't know about yours. Do you understand what I'm saying by that? You know, we either believe all the book, all the things in it, or we don't. And I, I want you to hear this because I hear people, well, that's just who I am. Well, stop being who you are and allow God to recreate you and make you into who he created you to be in the first place. God created you to be, and this is out there too, can he make me into the life force that he created me to be? One of the things I'm going to do one day, and I'm, I think it's coming up because they basically kicked me out of the school, but I, I want you to get this. I believe it's our responsibility to absolutely cultivate everything and every person in our world in the image of God by the power of God. Most Christians don't think that way. They think Christianity is all about them. 
me, 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 me. I, I got to like the music. I got to like the preacher. I got to like this. I got to like that. I got to like, I got to like. Can I tell you, the best thing you can do as a Christian is to decide it's not about you. It's about God. Amen. You want God to heal your life? Make it about him. I don't know about your Bible. My Bible says all things are from God, through God, and to God. To God be the glory. It does not say all things are from God, through God, and to God. To me be the glory. And this is so important. And I want you to get this. I want you to understand this. This is so very important. It is God's will to heal our lives every bit and piece and area of it, all of it, every piece of it, and recreate the excellence he intended when he created us in his image. Man, he don't want no funky Christians. Oh, that's who I am. Well, stop being that and allow God to do something so extraordinary and eternal in your life, it transforms you into the person you really want to be. And let me help you with something. The people in your home want you to be that. The people in your neighborhood want you to be that. The people in your family want you to be that. And God wants to make you that. Now, what does heal look like? I think that's an important question because we got this freaky stuff out there on TV and stuff. You know, they whack people and they're healed and all that kind of stuff. Then you hear the, hear the different things that go on with all that junk. Heal looks like what God knows you need it to look like. God knows exactly what's going on in your mind. God knows exactly what's going on in your heart. God knows exactly what's going on in your relationships. God knows exactly what's going on with you professionally. God knows exactly, and I could go on and on and on. And here's the cool part about God. He's there to fix and transform and heal whatever area needs to be fixed and transformed and healed when it needs to be fixed and transformed and healed. And I'm not talking to those other people. I'm talking to you. I think too often we go to church and say, well, I hope they got it. Forget them. Did you get it? Because there's not a person sitting here that doesn't need the healing power and glory of God. Nobody. 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 And this is so, so, so very important. What's healing feel like? Mm whatever it needs to feel like. You see, you can't really write a book on this. They do, 
you know, and people buy it and they get rich. But the bottom line is healing's just different. Those that have been healed here mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, relationally, you could probably get up and give one of those testimonies and they would all be different. They would all be different. I need to move on. I'll I'll finish most of this next week. Let me read the scripture that is kind of the the springboard for where we're at and what we're doing. It comes out of James chapter five. And it says, is anyone among you in trouble? Been there, tried that. How about you? Okay. It says, what you do is you read Dr. So-and-so's books and he, he will give you the steps to get out of trouble. That's garbage. You get on your knees, you get in the word, you start praying and you wait on the Lord and he will do anything and everything necessary to heal your life in his time. Let me warn you, he's always slower than I want him to be. You understand what I'm saying? Man, I don't, I don't pray that he fix me someday. I pray that he fix me now. Amen? Anybody else? You know, that's just the way it is. You know? Is anybody, anyone happy? Inform your face. Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone sick? The word sick here is very broad. Okay, it's not just illness or disease it kind of covers all the bases, okay? Um, Whatever would be outside of the perfect will of God, you could kind of define as sick, okay? Um, Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil. And that's what we do. See, when we come up here, you come up here, we're not just a bunch of nuts, okay? We believe in the anointing oil of God. Pastor prays in every room and hallway. And I, I even touch the toilets, man, because I want them to stay good. Okay? I get in, I hit the boilers. All right? I just do. Because I want God on that, right? Because if it goes broke, I can't fix it. I can't fix anything. I'm very hurt, by the way, that you didn't call me right away to fix your tire. If you're not from here, I can't fix anything. All right, just kidding. And the prayer offered in faith. Now that's something I'll probably talk next week or the next week about. That's a big deal. Is that right? Glad we stayed here. Can I just make a statement? Please don't get mad at me. I think there's a whole lot less faith around the church, around all churches, than we want to believe. We talk faith. We talk good. But do we actually believe? We'll talk more about that. The Lord will raise them. Oops, wait a minute, wait a minute. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. 
doesn't say may make the sick person well. It says will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Hallelujah. And we'll talk more about sickness and sin. Because lots of times we don't want to talk about that. You do realize in Genesis 1 and 2, there was no sickness. Then after Genesis 3, which is, a, is, a, is where man decided to sin, all of a sudden there's sickness. It really does have a lot to do with um, sin, okay? They will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Okay, we'll talk more about that word righteousness because we throw it around the church and too many people, they're not really sure what that means. And we'll talk about that because if we want this healing thing to be effective, we need to become a righteous people. Okay. Um, Elijah was a human being. I want you to hear this. Are y'all listening? Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would rain, not rain. And it did not rain in, on the land for three and a half years. Right this second, we're kind of praying for that. Because Friday, it rained so hard, the things that the water is supposed to go in were bubbling up. All right? Didn't rain for three and a half years. He prayed again, and the heavens, heavens gave rain, and the earth produced crops. We're going to take communion this morning. And here's how I want us to go into it, okay? Here, here's the thing you have to understand about me and communion, all right? If Jesus Christ, you've asked God in your life, and he's your Savior, and you've decided he's number one, you can have communion. I don't play this membership game and all this kind of stuff. Well, if you don't do that, stop it. Neither did Jesus. But the, the kids are going to come sing. That's your hint. Kids are going to come sing. See, I'm just not smooth with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Some people are smooth. Me, I just got to say it. They're like, just act some, and, and, and we'll know. I don't, just come. All right. But while we're singing, and while we're singing, we can, you can come down this center aisle, take a communion wafer, and the blood. It represents the blood. It represents the body of Jesus Christ, broken and bruised for you and your salvation. In the center is gluten-free, if you need that. But there's just wafers. You'll still need the juice. We don't do wine because there are people here that are addicts. And if they had wine, they would enter right back in. That's why we do that. Folks, as you come... I want you to think about the sickness 
in your life. And don't sit there and go, well, I hope they hear that because there ain't nobody here that doesn't have any sickness. Mental, emotional, wounds from the past, fear of the future. Are you with me? You see, I don't want us just to go through the motions of, quote, taking communion. I want us to do business with God. I'd like for God to do some healing this morning. God, I'm a mess. And I don't even know what to do. God, I hate some people. And I don't know where to start. God, there's some stuff that's happened to me in my past and I don't know how to get over any of that. God, I run my mouth and say things that I should never say. God, I have temptations that no man or woman of God should ever have. I got habits that no man or woman of God should ever have. It's okay. We've all got them. We've all got them. Don't sit there and go, well, you know, everybody. No, we all do. And don't be afraid of them. Bring them to God and allow God Almighty to deal with them, to heal them, to love on them, to bless them, to lift you out of that, to rescue you, to save you, to set you free. And he's the only one that can do it. Are you with me? Are you hearing me? Don't go through the motions like a tradition. Well, they're taking communion today. Who cares? God, this morning, I'm bringing this to you. And I want to start, I want you either to heal me immediately, which you can, or I want to start a process in your power in your grace, in your love to overwhelmingly conquer this that is negatively impacting and maybe destroying my life. You with me? So as you're coming, come down here, take a a thing of wafer, gluten-free, take a representation of his blood. Come down here. Just come back and sit and just wait. And we'll all participate in this oneness, in the power and love of God together. Everyone who has asked God into their life is more than welcome this morning. So as the kids are singing, sing with them. Come down. Take it, come back and sit, okay? 
and wait and we'll take it together. God bless you.